Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend, he's been to Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you for our bonus episode again, uh, covering a bit of Bachelor episode three, or Bachelorette rather. Now, Chris, in original intent of going through this one was to look at all the emails that we were getting in and kind of social in- media interaction, news, things that have happened since we recorded last. So have we had any emails? We have, Dave. We've had one from a guy called Chris. Lovely name, Dave. But obviously, it's not me, Dave. He's from London. So it's quite a good one. He's put bachelorette feedback. When you get an email like that, Dave, I'm thinking, hmm, let's see. Now we have got Anna's email, Dave, which I did say, uh, Lorraine, sorry, which I, no, sorry, yeah. no, Anna's, sorry, which we said we'd save actually for today's episode, didn't we? Because we got quite a few. So uh, anyway, and I'll leave that one to you, Dave. So I'm going to read this one. Is by Chris, and it just says, Hi, Chris and Dave. As a fellow British guy in the <clears throat> cough, prime of my life, he certainly is, Chris, with an unashamed love for US reality shows, your daily Love Island recaps were one of the few highlights of my summer, and I'm so glad to have you on board for this insane season of The Bachelorette. Even by my own trashy standards, I've always found The Bachelor shows a bit difficult to swallow. I start out enjoying them, but often drop out halfway through a season when the overproduction, ruthless manipulation, and editing of the contestants and sickeningly earnest bullshit gets to be too much. Being able to turn on your podcast every episode like having a packet of Rennies on hand, it's the only thing stopping me from throwing up. (laughs) That could be our tagline, Dave. I like that. Um, I have to admit, though, this season has been amazing so far. If I can say anything good about Claire, she has managed to turn this incredibly formulaic formulaic show on its head that's a word dave usually easy for you to say exactly uh, (laughs) usually the show treats its contestants more like disney characters than real people now that i agree with chris that's a good Mm. point the lead can do no wrong and anyone that says a word against them is completely villainized so it's fascinating this time to watch the other men and even the editors gradually turning on the bachelorette herself and i cannot wait to see what happens next week when when the men finally revolt it seems like Claire truly has broken the bachelorette formula, and I have to give her credit for that. Oh, and also for openly admitting to sleeping with Dale's trousers on her face. <laughs> no kink shaming here. Thanks again, guys, for your help. I might actually make it through this whole season. Chris in London. Now, Dave, that's a belting email. It's a cracker, isn't it? And I don't know. How did we not talk about the old sniffing of the pants, Chris? Well, well, let's flip it, Dave. <laughs> Imagine a bloke on there and he went, I've got a pair of whoever, like Dale had said, I've got a pair of Claire's knickers and I sniff them every night. Everyone would be like, you dirty bastard. But for some reason, it just went, oh, I forgot about that. I think it's funny. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not offended, but I'm just like, okay, if you get your freak on that way, Claire, you get your freak on. If you want to smell his crotch like that, that's your problem. <laughs> You're right. We've talked about double standards, haven't we? And I don't know why. I just kind of think of, you know, uh, how do I say this? You know, I'm kind of thinking hillbillies, Chris. I'm kind of thinking deliverance type of thing. And I'm kind of thinking like, "Mm, yeah, I'll I'll sniff your old pennies. (laughs) It's like it'd come across a little bit different, wouldn't it, on the old uh, hillbilly bachelor? So, yeah, it's just fucking weird, Chris. Now, I'd say so. Uh, sk- uh, skipping ahead a bit, um, so so Lauren sent us through. It was a clip from uh, Diana appeared on with uh, what was her name? Something Siegfried. Oh, wrote it down here. Uh, Lauren Siegfried. So she'd been a bachelorette in the past as well. So it was like two ex bachelorettes talking with each other, and uh, so Diana was sort of 
getting called out for that, you know, the old sniffing of the pants. And she said, well, you know, Claire had handed him, handed the pants to him. And, um, you know, that's why she gave him a good sniff. But it just looked like the way they cut it, it just looked like she was sniffing away and all the mates were around the house <laughs> laughing at her from what I could tell. But I, I don't know. I, I just think, well, it's weird, isn't it? Just having a good old sniff. I think it's it's weirder, right? Claire handing her the pants to sniff. Yeah, that was just, yeah. Yeah, and and then Deanna actually saying, you know, okay, you know, I'll get my nose right in there and give it a good old sniff like. So, I mean, there were lots of opportunities to duck out of that one. I mean, you must have had that in the past, you know, when when you're early in a relationship, say, and, and, you know, I've, had girls like say you know sniff a t-shirt or something like that so oh this smells of you but these were apparently you know just pants and when i say pants i have to say say to you chris the part of the world that i'm in so southern uk at the moment pants means underpants yes, <laughs> so, so just to be clear we, we are talking about like trousers let's say um but you know i just find it very strange. Apparently, Dale gave them uh, this for a present. Remember when they had to go back to their room to, you know, find presents? I thought yeah. Dale had given her some like perfume or something like that. But apparently, you know, he sprayed it all in cologne and and what have you. So that's why it was smelling nice, Chris. What the f- What a cheapskate, Dave. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. But, but for me, that that's not. You know, we all have our own aroma, don't we? Yeah. You know, <laughs> good think, or bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good or bad. But but you all have that own scent. So so I can believe if you if you've got that connection with someone, it's it's not just the cologne that you wear. Whereas this is like just he's just sprayed some pants with some you know probably expensive men's aftershave and gave her that. So all round, I just find it really weird, Chris. But fucking hell, amusing. Oh, it's totally amusing, Dave. <laughs> totally amusing. And yeah, and actually, Dave, I got our email wrong there. It wasn't Anna. It was uh, I got rain. Um, I know, but sometimes I just like to sit quiet and just make you like fumble. <laughs> Sorry, a few Anna words and Lorraine. And so, no, <laughs> it was Anna. No, 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 it was Lorraine. No, it was, no, it was Lorraine. Anna. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, it was Lorraine. Our good friend Lorraine's actually joined our Facebook group now, Dave, as well. Aren't you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome aboard there. And everyone else wants to join, get over to our uh, Facebook page, CD Reality Cast, um, and we're all there chatting. And it's a private group just for us guys who love and talk about reality TV. Uh, now, Dave, would you like to? To read this one out sure like chris said this one's from lorraine it says hello to my favorite podcasters i have to begin by quoting chris this season is shit on toast <laughs> <laughs> one, of my better, one of my better quotes Dave. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. for the blu-ray cover um however i wouldn't have it any other way and it is great tv and popcorn worthy the situation with joseph was so staged and so fake just like claire She creates drama and plays up to the camera. Suddenly there is a car out of nowhere waiting to send him home, and then all of a sudden, Dale appears to comfort her. What bullshit. Claire has huge issues and is so attention-seeking. She continually creates drama out of something minor and then plays the victim, cries and manipulates the men around her. It's like she is on an audition for a crappy daytime soap opera. Dale is also a fake and is a player. They deserve each other. I will now quote Dave and say that the relationship won't last the journey to the airport. 
<laughs> he will realize that she is batshit crazy and she will realize that she settled for a player and then she will cry and play the victim yet again there are so many red flags in this episode with claire's behavior and she is not a nice person she is gaslighting the other men and setting them up to fail on the dates so she can send them home by discrediting them and making herself look like the innocent victim what she did to Zach was unforgivable. The poor guy only lent in for uh, only lent in for a kiss as he thought the date went well, and she totally turned the situation against him, trying to yet again manipulate the viewers into believing that she was the victim of in, of an inappropriate sexual advance. More bullshit. And the other thing, the baby voice. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> it's awful and so cringeworthy. Please, Dave. Say that it isn't so that you have been guilty of this. I can't wait to hear your podcast on this episode. And there is so much tea to spill. Keep up the great work. You are both awesome. Your friend in Australia, Lorraine. Thanks ever so much for that, Lorraine. And I do have to say, before Chris fucking revels in this one, I do have to admit, I was guilty. As I said on the last episode, I think it was the bonus episode as well, wasn't it? But I was thinking about it. I was thinking... Christ, this this is like 25 years ago, Chris. This is 24, 25-ish years ago. So, you know, it's a quarter of a century. I, I think I, I have to admit, you know, it was something I did do, um, but I, I haven't done it for a very long time. So I, I, I've hanged my head in shame, but I, I, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were, whatever, Dave. Anyway, Snookums. we all know the truth, people. We all know the truth. Um, now, over on Facebook, Dave, and I've got a few articles that I've, I've come across this week, and I'm sure you have, but one of our good friends, Tracy, has a, she said these, an article linked it on Facebook saying that um, when Claire said fiancé, which everybody picked up on, my son was watching it, and she went, she said fiancé. Now, there's a theory saying that she said ex-fiancé because in the roast, one of the guys referenced Benoit, her, the guy who she was engaged to for mm-hmm. a couple of months. And they're saying now that this is all part of this villainous edit. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I've seen it and I've seen the, the Reddit thing. It looks like she says it, but obviously it's a bit flaky. The, uh, you know, the sound and everything, Dave, it could be, I'm not saying they can't manipulate because obviously this week has been damage control because whatever we think of Claire, that whole thing with Dale has just completely messed the show up. So the people who produce the show, the presenters, everything else, the, the network, they're not going to be nice to her, are they? Because she's ballsed up a TV show that could potentially get them millions of ratings because we're in lockdown. So I can sort of understand why they've gone on the attack slightly with her. But if she has said that, then, you know, that, that is a bit naughty, that, Dave, to be honest. As much as I'm not a big fan of Claire, I, I don't necessarily think that's good, good form, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so, and you know what? We we have to wait a few days, don't we? Because each day after that episode is aired, Chris, I'll, I'll catch a bit more on social media, on the news and stuff, and, and have a slightly different perspective. So I think, you know, I, I don't think there was any coming back. Couple of days after the show aired, I was I was if we'd have recorded then, what I would have said is almost all of the, you know, podcasts where you've got ex contestants and things like that, a lot of them are a hundred percent behind pretty much everything Claire has done. 
And I was quite surprised about that. So, like, you know, the Zach situation, the Yosef situation, they, they only really were speaking badly about what the guys were doing and seemed to skate over completely the the things that Claire was doing. And so I was thinking, hang about it, the, the guys are getting a bit of a short, the short end there. And as, as kind of Lorraine had said in the email, however, that audio edit. Now, obviously, Chris, with, with what we do, you know, and we've been doing it for a, a couple of years. That's probably over, over a couple of years now. It's getting on, for, yep. getting on for three years, isn't it? Or approaching. So we do a lot of audio editing. So you can actually, you know, you can, you get used to hearing those clips and those cues and you try and like, if we fuck up something, um, like really badly, <laughs> you know, yeah. we might edit it out. Otherwise we're probably not asked and, and, you know, it's just more work to edit, but you get used to like, if you, if you clip it wrong, then it, it just sounds off. Like the cadence, the rhythm of your voice, the tone of your voice just sounds a bit off. And, you know, probably the biggest example of that was, do you remember when I, when we recorded, um, oh, what was it? I think it was, a, we were doing Batman and Robin or something. And I was doing it from a, a hotel room and we lost my side of the audio and I, I was trying to in an empty room trying to bounce off what you were saying but then <laughs> I, I gave up because when you just gave out this belly laugh I was just sat there frustrated I was just like I've got nothing I've got no jokes I've got, I've got no idea <laughs> what, what the hell I said to make you laugh like that I was like right fuck this but anyway I've listened to that over and over that clip and I think there's something in it I think Claire's voice sounds off when she says about ribbing on her fiancé. The way she says fiancé, it's not like she just goes naturally into it. So I can believe, and in fact, I'll go further than saying I believe. I do think it's right. I do think someone's clipped that. Yeah, you know what, Dave? It's funny because I've not, I've not really paid much attention to that, but you are so right about how you can change things. How many times have you messaged me and I've messaged you and one of us at the podcast and go, you've left that in? You know, like, and we've gone, oh, shit. You know, because you forget, don't you? you? You're editing something and sometimes you, you're away with it. This is a TV show, Dave. They're far more clever than me and you. They've got the skills. They've got the tools to do it. If they've done it, then it is Paul's show to be honest. And I've seen, sorry. Yeah. And, and we can't see a voice. We can't see her lips moving. Can we? We, no. we, we only get the back of her head. So yeah. it's not as if, you know, uh, you would notice. So say if you chopped out the video, you know, or uh, visually you'd be able to see that there was a clip and an edit there, but yeah, you can't see yeah. it because you can't see her mouth moving or anything. Could have took that fucking audio from anywhere. And and I do think, you know, that's for me, I know the producers are trying to tell a story and they can clip things and edit like footage, but to do that intentionally misleading us and painting Claire in a bit of a bit of a crazy light, I would say. You know, I mean she's not she's just met the bloke. You know, it's all happened very quickly. I mean it's happened quickly anyway, but it leads us to believe that she's talking about Dale and to refer to Dale as that fiance. And uh yeah, I I think it's out of order. 
Yeah, I, I do think I will pick you up on one thing you said though, Dave. They're not pretending that she's crazy. Let's let's be honest there. Even though she might have been done over, she's fucking batshit crazy anyway, irrespective of the edit. I think so anyway. But Well, I, I, hope, I hope she's not listening because from what I've seen of her, fucking that word drives her fucking that triggers her. So you'll end up with a fucking have you got any pets? Head. Yeah, horse's head. We all know what happened in the Godfather. There's about twelve thousand miles between us, Dave. I might be I'll be pretty safe. I'll be a keyboard warrior for now. But anyway, um what I would say, yeah, she's fucking crazy, Dave. I like I, I do agree though, she's been done up there. But I was reading one of the articles, Chris Harrison had had to respond because Claire on social media is responding to tweets and liking tweets that basically when people are implying on her timeline that she was forced off the show. But it's like, well, where would she have gone anyway? She's fucking delusional. Where would she have gone doing what she's doing? She's been completely disrespectful to all the contestants. The show in itself, she's met someone great. We all know it's bullshit. We all know. She's even swearing on family members' lives, Dave, that she didn't meet Dale. And you never do that. I, I, I'd love to say, yeah, I believe it, but she's been around the block too many times to, to think it. I still stick to my guns. I think she's an absolute blagger. She she knew from the start that there was something with Dale. Would it progress? She may not have known, but once she got in there, she's probably gone, I actually really love this guy. And if they love each other, great. However, reading stuff online, she has had an engagement ring on, which she soon took off and dismissed. Dale lives on one side of America and she's on the other and they've not been seen, heard or any interaction. I know all the shows on, they sort of go blank, don't they? Because they don't like when we mm. watched um, yeah, yeah. Love is, uh, not Love is Blind, um, oh, Labour of Love. One? Labour of Love. And we had the Australian lad, Harry, and uh, is it Francesca? They're not together oh, now. Oh, too, too hot to handle as well. Too yeah. hot to handle, sorry. And they would been a couple for like, like a year. They'd filmed it a year before it came. It aired. So, that could be one of the reasons, but I just don't believe anything. And I think Claire had to go, Dave, and I am so looking forward to the new Bachelorette. Yeah, and one of the things I, I keep hearing over and over again is that, you know, that uh, Claire is this strong, independent woman, you know, and, and basically the producers have wanted to get rid of her because she was a strong, independent woman. I, I've got to be honest, Chris, I... I I know strong, independent women, and, and Claire doesn't come across to me as that. She seems to need a lot of validation, a lot of uh, words. I, I think she seems quite fragile, to be quite honest. There's a podcast, right, called The, the Vial Files, and uh, an ABC executive, Rob Mills, was on there. And basically, they what this Rob Mills chap was saying was that the night that Claire didn't give out a rose, so so you know, in the uh, yep. pretty much at the end of the episode when uh, and Bennett was saying to the lads, "Look, it's so early in the process. Trust the process. You know, we're all still in with a chance." And then she didn't give anyone a rose and walked off with it herself. Um, he he's saying that that's when they thought, right? Okay, we need to get someone else in. Yeah, I, I've got to call bullshit on that, Chris, because. Think about it. Taisha's got to be in quarantine for a set period. In fact, I mean, and look, I know most of us are, are locked down, but there's there's not many people that are just sat down, sat around doing absolutely fuck all. So the bat phone rings, and then you go, "Oh right, you want me to quarantine from today? Okay, we'll, we'll do that." She'd have had to have got to Palm Springs 
you know, they, they'd have had to do all the arrangements and stuff. She'll have had to come from wherever, you know, maybe she's, she's not too far away, but you know, it, you've got to think there's a few days to actually sort it out. Then there's the quarantine period before she can be allowed in, you know, and give however many fake, fake, false, uh, covid tests it just doesn't add up and so this whole conspiracy around you know the producers wanted to get rid of her so they brought taisha in made a quarantine and then you know they were quite happy that claire was you know exit stage left and then they're building up this whole idea that uh or, or painting a picture to us that dale was the only one for her and and all the other blokes were wasting their time Chris, I'd, I don't believe that the producers were planning to get rid of Claire. But if if you if you were in charge of this show, how much do you reckon the Bachelor is worth? It's, you know, it's worth millions and millions, isn't it? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have a backup plan? It's true. I mean, when I watched it again for the second time with Sam, Sam actually said to me, "Well, this ex Bachelorette who we've got on from season four, she's obviously been in quarantine for two weeks." Just yeah. to set up this episode, and I'd not even thought of that, Dave, at all. So that was obviously a production decision a long time before Claire even came in. So, so that's why it's difficult to believe the transparency of her, the production people. I mean, it's great TV. Come on, it is great TV. Whatever we might be shitting on it, and the conspiracy theories out there, and everything, and just trying to balance it. I mean. The one thing I read about Claire, Dave, which I didn't know, is since her runs on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, she's a full-time hairdresser now. And a, mm-hmm. she's a really good one, as in like a top hairdresser. So apparently she she does hold a full-time job down. So I stand back on what I said about her. And apparently she said she was approached by them. They were like, we need you because of who you are. And the sort of cra- she brought the crazy, which is what they wanted, but it's backfired on them because she was like, well, I'm out. And we're going to see that in the next episode. So I suppose it's like they brought her into the fray at anything. So as much as what we think of her and everyone else thinks of her, she's she is only a creation of the circumstances she's been put in, isn't she? So, mm. you know, she knows how to play the game. I don't like her personally, but I, I do under I'm trying to be a bit more balanced with her, not because there's any reason for it. Just I think there's loads of things out there, and it's like, what do you believe? What what's true and what's not? I believe that she's a narcissistical uh, wannabe who fell on hard times, has gone back on a job that she's good at. And now she's got that bit of limelight and she's going to milk that fucking cow, Dave, until it produces gold milk. (laughs) That's what she's going to do. Yeah, like I say, so I think I mentioned before, you know, listening to a lot of the podcasts with the ex-contestants on and stuff, you do get the impression there is a bit of a clique there. You know, they're closing in ranks. I mean, I... I want to read out to you, Chris, a bit from an article. I'm not going to read the website or the person, but this is an ex-bachelorette. And she says, Claire stood up to Yosef like the champ she is. Do not stop me. I've listened to you this entire time. You know what? You are done. And I'm the oldest bachelorette that is 39 and standing here because I didn't settle for men like that. And the article says, all fantastic lines. So from this ex-contestant, Chris, they are in no doubt that, you know, Claire is this strong woman. She's something to aspire to. She's got these fantastic lines that she's delivering. And I I just don't think 
they're looking at it in a particularly balanced way at all. Whereas I think it is interesting, us coming in with this fresh perspective, we hadn't seen Claire's previous seasons. We've seen the the clips and everything from Juan Pablo's season. It seems, you know, what I understand, you know, the way that show went, she was a bit fucked over, you know, so seemed particularly unlucky. It is hard to to know what the reality is. But what I did find, Chris, is when I look at all these ex-contestants and stuff who are making these quotes and everything, their their Wikipedia page, generally it starts off something like, such and such a body is an American t- television personality known for, you know, season whatever on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can't, or, or I didn't start off with this perception because, you know, plenty of people who go on Love Island and stuff, they go on to do other stuff, you know, and they're famous for being on Love Island, aren't they? So, you know, it's it's similar to that. But, you know, for me, it's a bit of a stretch to call them a TV personality. And I just think, you know, it, it must be quite addictive, you know, to, to be in that limelight. And, you know, you can see that, uh, who was it? Was it Brandon? who, you know, clearly wasn't comfortable in the cameras. The old guy who was like, you know, well, when I saw you, you were the bachelorette, I had to apply. And, you know, <laughs> then he said, I, I don't know anything about you. You know, clearly not in, as comfortable in front of the cameras as Claire is. So I agree. I think it's all somewhere in the middle. I don't think she's as bad as she's being made out, but I don't think she's this, you know, uh, beacon of light to aspire to either. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Dave. I think it's it, it's the full stop's got to be. They can't, and I think you hit on a good point. They can't drag this fucker out again for another episode. I mean, we see a bit of amateur dramatics. We see Dale's got suited and booted. She's crying away and all this, and I'm like, come on, don't drag it out. Get her off the show within the first fifteen minutes, and let's move on. We can't have this whole thing with Claire can we unless unless they the whole like the, the guys were saying let's just walk off whether that's true I don't know it's been great and it's been a proper experience just watching Claire absolutely just destroy the format of the show and just go you know what fuck all these I'm doing what I want I don't necessarily think she's a nice person I keep saying that I know but it's been great TV and I think the, the amount of discussion about a Dave online is unbelievable <laughs> yeah um now Chris I have to say, I think it, it, lots of people I, I've heard are saying Claire's coming in for all this criticism that, you know, she's wasting the guy's time and this, that, and the other. But, you know, she has to follow her heart, right? Chris, if we saw that she developed this connection with Dale and we saw that relationship grow as, you know, happens in life, happens to a lot of us, you know, I think we'd all be behind it, wouldn't we? It's the fact that it none of it rings true. Yeah. The fact that from that first, you know, from the moment he stepped out the limo, it seemed like it was all just uh, a foregone conclusion what was going to happen. And actually no one else had a chance. So it sounds like, you know, it's less of, well, she's in love, so, you know, just let her be with it. it it's more kind of like, well, you've gone into this show under a completely false pretense. That's why you've wasted people's time. And that's why I can't, I can't defend it. Yeah. I think that, I think that is the absolute full stop on it, Dave. That, that is, that is the best description you can say about it. We knew from the start it was fake and it's just 
played out exactly as everyone said. And for every argument and every denial Claire's put on, this is going to prove everyone's point. And I think that's the problem, Dave. And, and obviously, she's not very, very likable, to be honest, when you read a lot of the things. And I don't like presume, I don't want bullying to go against you and hate or anything like that. But just watching what we've seen, it's fucking brilliant. It really is amazing. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's, it's great. great. It keeps us talking. Oh, and God, um, yeah. can, I, can I just say as well, Chris, because I want to pick up on, on some of the other points as well. Because, I, again, I wasn't particularly happy listening to listening to the um uh, podcast i was talking about before the vial files and and even this abc executive right called yosef out I, I can't remember i don't think he called him a scumbag but basically you know something quite similar you know and yeah. i thought that's that's a bit harsh you know because from that scene and and again Right when he was going off and talking about you know guys you can have her and whatever and and uh, what was it he was shouting it, it, it was pretty horrible wasn't it once he'd snapped it was fucking horrible what he was doing there yeah but I, I didn't like how everyone was just skirting over Claire's role in that whole thing you know I, I said at the time she was the one who chose to escalate that about you know I'd, I'd never want you know my child to be uh have a father like you that that was when she blew up um and, and escalated the whole thing so i think when i was i was thinking about what what have i got to say on the bonus episode i was going to say you know to me it's a bit more six or one half a dozen of the other no chris it seems like he is a bit of a scumbag <laughs> so, <laughs> i'll tell you why so it was actually a, a podcast, right? So Reality Steve. So I don't listen to all this stuff, but some the things of interest, I'll go on there. And I think Lauren had mentioned this the other week about uh, one of Yosef's exes, right? And and this is like a bit of a Snapchat type ex. So girl called Carly Hammond. I can't remember if, if, I, if I talked about this, Chris, in the last one, because there, there was rumors that basically he'd accidentally sent her a Snapchat of him, uh, how can I say, Chris? If, if I was Jim's dad out of American Pie, I might say uh, stroking the salami, <laughs> bashing the bishop, <laughs> Dave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the whole story sounds pretty rough, to be honest. So, so you know, he's thirty year old bloke, and he uh, he's got his four year old daughter, who's very quick to tell us all about. Um, this is a twenty two year old woman, uh, also a single mum. And basically, they'd agreed they're in different states. So she's in Florida. So it, it seems like he's gone across to Florida, but then he's he's just ended up getting hammered, and like she, he keeps pushing her, like you know, to stay over and whatever. She's not, but then it it all looks like he's basically with this other girl. He's with some other girl. It seems like because. He texts her at something like three or four o'clock in the morning or something. Oh, sorry, I, I just fell asleep or something like that, which which is not out of the realms of possibility, but it just sounded very unplausible, Chris. And um, yeah, like I say, so after this whole kind of weekend non-event, you know, this is when he, he sent the <laughs> sent the Snapchat, and uh, yeah, it was it was meant for the wrong. It was meant for someone else, apparently. Yeah, because it happens <laughs> easily that day. So this this is all the stuff I think that old Zach was going on about. Yeah, yeah. And now, have you ever uh, have you ever ever sent any saucy pics or, or videos, Chris? 
Dave, you're treading a fine line here, Dave. No, I have not. Well, only to Sam. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I was thinking Sam, but, you know. I was going to say, Dave. They, they didn't have mobile phones back uh, when you and Sam were courting. No, that's true, Dave. Yeah, I drew, <laughs> drew a picture and probably enhanced it then. <laughs> Posted it. <laughs> but Dave, he hasn't. He's a, and that's what makes the whole argument about his daughter and this high and mighty. If, if you're, it's like anything. When you're going to take the moral high ground on anything, you are always going to be the one who gets called out for being a hypocrite. And his reaction yeah. towards, as Charlene said, she's not picked up on what I'd said about, you know, his daughter's going to see this, him mistreating a woman like that. She's going to think that's normal to have that sort of abuse. He was a wanker. I think he had a point with Claire, but lost it, as we said in the last show. He lost it when he just carried on and on and on. And then he just got personal and, and abusive towards her. So, He's just been a fucking hypocrite, Dave. And and honestly, when he was going at her, and when you watch it again, he's very intense. He's like really fucking intense. If he's doing that, then the guy who got booted off on the first episode, maybe he had a point, Dave, because he'd said yeah. about that. Then he's come across that. I still think that was bullshit, and he was leaving, and they got told to just throw that in there because how the hell would some random woman approach him and know both of them and collate them if the show's not even aired? The chances are unbelievable, aren't they? So... Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Although, you know, don't forget the cast list, you know, gets published, doesn't it? So, uh, I don't know. It, it is a bit of a stretch. But, yeah, I, I've got to say, Chris, you know, that the thing that really jars with me is that hypocrisy. Because you just know from that. And, and listen to that podcast. It is a good listen. I, I think... It, the hypocrisy just comes over so much. Like you say, it was bad enough from that scene that we saw, you know, talking about oh, being an example to your daughter and then acting like a complete prick. Um, there's hypocrisy in that, but he just, he does seem like a massive hypocrite. You know, one of those people who will tell you exactly how to, you should be living your life and then be doing stuff that's worst. You know, yeah. I just honestly, Chris, can't fucking stand people like that. That's what, yeah, that's exactly what I meant, Dave. Just a fucking blag merchant, in it? Um, and then, them evangelists, in it? Touch the screen, but give me a million dollars. Yeah, okay, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, really? Okay. <laughs> but anyway, Dave, I think uh, I haven't got anything more for today's episode, Dave. We've seen some uh, cracking discussions again, some great social media and emails from everybody just to justify this bonus episode. And the Facebook page is live, and it's proper firing every day, Dave. It's brilliant. It is good. I mean, I, I don't, I can't get on there all the time, but, uh, you know, it's hard to keep up with it sometimes. I'll kind of go back. But yeah, there's some, uh, some great tea, as the kids would say, Chris, uh, yeah. on there. And now uh, it's fantastic. The, the other thing, I, I, the only other small point I'll mention again, I think some people are seeing the whole Zach situation one way and some people are seeing it the other way as well. So I think a lot of people uh, were saying, well, you can kind of understand from Zach's perspective kind of where he was coming from. Um, and that that Instagram live video thing that I was telling you about that Diana was on, I, th I think she was giving Zach a bit of leeway as well, you know, and saying, I, I think he'll look back at it and, you know, have regrets. And I think he was just surprised. Um, I still wonder what the hell was going on with with. Claire's head that she lends him for a kiss and then just stopped like yeah. a centimeter before kissing him. Um, uh, that that was really strange. But I have to tell you, you know, from this one, we always say, you know, if it's 
speaking about something a woman's done, you know, we we don't have that perspective. We can kind of empathize, but ultimately we're a couple of blokes, aren't we? Yeah. I can say with a hundred percent conviction, what Zach did there was bang out of order. I Chris, you would never, would you? If you if someone backs away like that, and even if, you know, you already had your hand there, you know, you might want to try and draw her in closer, you know, to just basically say, look, I do want to kiss you. But as soon as she starts to try and pull away, you fucking let go. Yeah, you're done then, Dave. The it, moment's lost. Yeah, it, it was the fact that he was persistent with it. And even when he was out of the pool, he was trying to do it again. So for me, no, he was bang out of order. And, and I think, like I say, I've seen many comments the other way, kind of um, looking more at Claire's role. But, but I can absolutely... I can understand Claire in that situation. And again, if we take at face value that she has been in this abusive relationship, then yeah, that that sort of shit's going to trigger you. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the first one I can sort of go with, I, I don't necessarily, I was uncomfortable with that straight away, but the second one, when he sort of grabbed the head, I was like, no, 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 you don't do that. You don't do that to anybody. That's just, and you could see she had a look. Whether she baited him into it, Dave, is obviously open to suggestion. We've had a few people say that, haven't we, today and on, on Twitter and Facebook and that. But yeah, the second one was like, mate, give it up. You're not getting the kiss. And at that point, you knew he was going. There was no way he, he couldn't redeem himself at all yeah. at that point. Not at all. No, and the only surprise for me was that they they let it drag on a bit. You know, I just thought that was weird. They let him get changed and stuff. No one from security jumped in or anything. That that was the only surprise for me. So so hopefully, but, you know, we're going to get Taisha. I hope, like you said, Chris, they're not going to drag it out to the right at the end episode. And actually, I said I had one final point. The last thing I've noticed from the social media verse, few people calling out, Chris, the fact that when Taisha turns up, she's doing that kind of iconic getting out of the pool in a red bikini type move. And so they're over-sexualizing her. What, what do you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I've got my imaginary little fish hook here. I've just cast out the net and I'm just winding it in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on, um, go on, think, couple think of things, Dave. Uh, couple of things. Fuck you for things. leading me into that question. And, um, um, yeah, well, let's just see how it plays out, Dave. I'm completely ignoring what you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it. I thought it was, that perspective was interesting. It didn't occur to me because why, Chris? Because every time someone comes onto Bloody Love Island, it's kind of like that. So I think for us as watchers, I, it didn't even resonate to me. I didn't even think about it. The fact that they're sexualizing her, but. I guess normally when a bachelorette comes in, she's in like a fancy evening gown type of thing, isn't she? So, you know, she's looking all glamorous without being sexualized. So I, I, th- I think the the regular bachelorette crowd are a bit angry about it, Chris. Um, whereas for us, like I say, just like Love Island, isn't it? That's, mm. That yeah, is I just think- how they're introduced. Yeah. No, I didn't even, it didn't even pick up on that at all. But yeah, that's a very good point. So Dave... As we've discussed today, over you know this 
episode is created by you guys talking to us, emailing us, Facebook, whichever way you want to get in contact with us. Keep your emails coming in, guys, and your tweets, Instagram message, everything. So if you want to follow us on social media, as always, at CD Reality Cast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you do get a couple of minutes, drop us a review on the show, guys, and your podcast catching up. So, Mr. Horrocks, it's been another great week with The Bachelorette. We've only got a few more days until the next episode. And, uh, yeah, let's hope we get a few fireworks. Well, it is a Thursday night, isn't it, next week? So, because of the election, um, it's going to be late Thursday night. So, we'll release our episode on Friday next week. So, we'll just have to keep going that little bit longer, Chris. Yeah, that's the one, Dave. Double bubble. So, I'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.